McAvoy away from Panarin. Here's Corrali. And play call. McAvoy's going to fight Panarin. He shook the gloves at Artemi. Artemi said, okay. And McAvoy's going to go for slashing him. This started right off the draw. McAvoy with a. He had a snarl on for Panarin. Now look at Panarin throw these punches. Standing in there. Boy, this is impressive out of Artemi Panarin, the leading point getter of the Columbus Blue Jackets. McAvoy's going to get the extra two for the slash. But wow, Artemi quickly dropped the mitts and went to town. What a great fight by those two competitors. You have a massive erection. Really? Yes, I do. Um, I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Mm. Oh, this is awkward. I'm gonna walk, uh, I'm gonna walk this situation off and I will see you later. Nothing to look at. Go back to work, everyone. Don't act like you're not impressed. Well, what a couple days it has been. It's a lot of technically <laughs> difficult days happening around here. Uh, when I say technically, of... I mean bad board. Yeah. So if you listen to Sunday podcast, we had mentioned that we spilled beer on our uh, our soundboard. Whoops. Whoopsie doopsie. Oopsie. And uh, we <laughs> we recorded it into our phone uh, last or yesterday. Sunday, yeah. Yesterday, well, yesterday, well, yeah. yeah. Sunday we recorded on the phone. Worked great. With two of us. With two of us. With three of us, it sounded like. Well, yeah. So we recorded about an hour and a half podcast last <laughs> night. Granted, it was probably our biggest shit show of an episode ever. And maybe one day we can like recover the footage somehow. I don't know how. It's a sign. It was a sign that we should have never posted that. that yeah, episode. absolutely. But yeah, so we had to record through our phone again last night because we had yet to buy a new board. And apparently, you can't really record with three people through this little outside third-party device that we had going into the phone. And it was just a big old cluster poop. Cluster. It was a cluster torts. It, it was. Is that is that a thing now? I don't know. Cluster torts? Maybe. Yeah. No idea. But anyways, we got a brand new board. I got it today at Music Go Round. And it still has a price tag on it. It's not $69 like our other one, which is very disappointing, but it is ninety nine. It did cost $99, so not a bad deal to make our voices sound amazing. The, uh, the $69 board is still just chilling over here, beer-soaked and all, with yeah. signatures on it. Looks pretty good. So, yeah, last Sunday, we've already gotten some inquiries about that board because we jokingly said, hey, maybe we should just auction this board off because, <laughs> listen, I mean... That board has been, has had, it's seen it's, and heard it all. It's what started it all. It's what started it all. So hundreds of thousands of people have listened to this podcast because of that board right wow. there. What a board. Uh, so we jokingly said, yeah, we'll sign it if anybody wants it. Granted, our signatures are literally worthless. But it's worthless. just a yeah, fun no, little... Nobody wants it. <laughs> it's a fun little memento. And if you are listening to this podcast and you've been kind of listening from the start or you just tuned in recently... And if you have any desire to maybe uh, bid on this board, we might put it up on some site. 
just it's for the kids. We'll do it for charity. It's for the kids. We are, we we mentioned last podcast, well yesterday's podcast that nobody will ever hear. We'll donate the money to Tortorella's um dog foundation. Because remember, we don't yeah, like the dogs. We feel more sympathy for dogs. Do it for the dogs. Children. We're doing it for the dogs. We're doing it for the dogs. Doggos. So we got to figure out a good website to put it up. Uh, put it, what? Yeah, everything. To put it up on and uh, auction it off, maybe. Yeah, I, we could do that. Yeah. eBay. We've gotten some tweets. We, we see your tweets. I guess eBay would be the, the place. That's like an it. auction site. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe we'll put it up. It's kind of how that bid on stuff. Yeah, so anyways, it's been a uh, eventful couple days, and I almost, when I went home to edit the pod last night, I wanted to throw my laptop through a wall. Jordan has been stressed out the last couple of days. He actually punched me yesterday just because I looked at him weird. I did. I did. Uh, too bad we don't have video of it, but I did punch you, and I'm sorry. You know, it happens. I just, fun. you know, it's stressful. I want... It was even after he beat me in Jeopardy. Yeah, which you, people will never hear. They'll never hear it. We played Jeopardy hear. yesterday. Warren you, was yeah. the host. If you can't tell, Warren's, Warren's not, not here today. Sad. He couldn't make it today. Yeah. He recorded yesterday, but it was all for naught. It was all for nothing. And I did beat you in Jeopardy again. And then you punched me afterwards. Yes. Even after you beat me. I'm stressed out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot happening in my life. The main reason I'm stressed out is, I'm well, it's, it's Lent season. Okay. And I'm not drinking. So You are a sober Jordan. I'm a sober Jordan. I've never felt better. I'm waking up every day without a hangover, but I'm going through withdrawals and I still feel a little loopy. I feel like this this whole this whole operation is fueled by that board over there, the 69 board, which is now the 99 board. Yeah. And alcohol. Uh-huh. That's yeah. See, the alcohol, the artillery was founded on alcohol consumption. Yes, absolutely. And me being the, the our, our leader, not being able to drink, it's just been a chain reaction of just shit all the time. And I think it all stems from me not drinking. So um, I don't know if I'll make it. All I know is I put out a poll. I put out a poll on uh, the Artillery Podcast Twitter. Uh, Jordan's no longer drinking because of Lent. Will he make it? And about 95% of everybody said absolutely not. Not. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not happening. So, yeah. That, I saw how your New, New Year's resolution, I, I had to ask you if you wanted a beer and you said, eh, all right, I'll drink one. Yeah. My New Year's resolution lasted one day. Uh, but I am in a pact with my friend Eli and Josh. And together, we have we have to do it because I can't. you can't break a pact. You can't. No. I, I can't. Especially I can't. when it's... You can't. I mean, yeah, you can. I Nobody... I mean... Like, my, my New Year's resolution wasn't... With anybody, it was with myself. And I mean, yeah, I can't hold myself. Nothing really ever, nothing really matters. So you yeah. can if you want to. So who cares? I'm mainly doing it. Is that too deep? Like I love Jesus and stuff, and Lent's cool <laughs> and all, but I'm mainly doing it because I want to shed some some lbs for spring. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, coming around to swimsuit season. Yeah, like I've, you know, Balkan season's over. That's right. You know, hibernation, everybody's going to be coming out of the woods. That's right. And yeah, I got the dad bod, but you know. Cuffing I, season's over, right? Huh? Cuffing season. Cuffing season? Yeah, it's when you, you get cuffed during the winter because you don't go out anywhere. So Sexually? Just, pretty much, yeah. you just oh, okay. the same person all winter. Gotcha. I'm on that. Just hibernating but, yeah. with one person. But yeah. Kind of <laughs> like what you said. Except for you. Except for me, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm trying to get... Like Sorry, I man. still want to keep my dad bod physique, but I got to get it a little more, you know, in shape 
oh, for, for sure. For this, I mean, time. if it makes you feel any better, I you know I had a a cuff season partner and I ended up just signing a lease with her. So Ugh. that's how that one went. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's doing right so far. <laughs> so far, you sorry, Ashley. No, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, okay, sorry, sure. Warren's mom. I guess yeah. I guess we can talk uh, BJ's. Um, by the way, Warren, I miss you if you're listening. I wish you were here, but whatever. <laughs> he doesn't actually like me. He doesn't actually listen to the podcast if he's not on it, so he's not hearing this. So we could say anything about him if we wanted to. Warren is a great person. Warren is a bitch, but I love him. Sorry, Warren's mom. <laughs> uh, all right. So Blue Jackets lost to the Islanders 2-0. We don't need to talk about that because screw that. Oh, my God. Oh my is your goodness. phone ringing? Yeah, sorry. If this was a Tortorella press conference... I'm getting fined $500. Wow. Yeah. You hate to see it. Get your uh, shit together. But hey, the Jackets beat the Bruins 7-4. to four, A beautiful game. I was there, sat on the glass. Scary game. It was scary. Jackets, they never like to make it easy, on especially the fans. On themselves? Uh, yeah. It, we were up. We had a 5-1 lead at one point, and we squashed it all away. Got as close as five to four, but the Jacks prevailed. They scored a goal, then an empty netter from Boone Jenner to solidify. Ooh, the Hattie. His old Hattie. Yeah, I thought Marshawn for sure was just going to come out on a tear. I mean, he did. He scored two, I think, right? He had two goals, remember. maybe. Goal and assist, maybe. But uh, when when Marshawn, like, he kind of, he got that look in his eye, that little that little leprechaun look in his eye and and just started going nuts and he looked like he was just going to bring that entire team back by himself. But thankfully, Zach Wierenski didn't get in the way, and <laughs> we won the game. Uh, before we get to Zach, uh, speaking of Marshawn, uh, really does look like a rat in person. Yeah, does he? Uh, yeah. So I, like I said, I was on the glass for the game. Uh, thank you, Mark North High Brewing. Love you guys. Uh and there were many, many occasions where, you know, they were, uh, we were on the, uh, the face-off zone area on the attack once, so he would be around there just kind of standing, waiting on the face-off to happen. I'm like, this really is one ugly-ass dude. Yeah, like, he's, he's funny on Twitter, though. I love his yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he's funny. But he's a good guy. He's, man, it seems that way. But, uh, hey, you, just, you heard it in the intro. Old bread man dropping the gloves with the McAvoy... Gotta say, Breadman, uh, I think, I don't know if a lot of people know, but he's like a fighter. Yeah, no, he does MMA on the side. He, yeah. uh, Shelly, I mean, that the first time, I, I kind of heard about it before. I didn't really take it too seriously. And then uh, after his fight um, against McAvoy, uh, they were showing footage of him training MMA. And, I mean, the dude, <laughs> he knows how to fight because that's what he does on, in, his, in his downtime is MMA. Yeah, so I saw people on Twitter kind of overreacting. I mean, for the most part, it was a pretty positive uh, thoughts about Panarin's fight. But some people were like, "Oh, this guy shouldn't be fighting. What's he thinking? That's so stupid!" Like, it's your, well, people your were saying star that shouldn't be doing that. People were saying it was a bad fight, and I couldn't. It disagree wasn't more. a bad. It was both, not a bad fight. Both guys. What Listen, dude. Frick? Dude, so I just turn why. your volume off. Right. That's twice. I know. Sorry, <laughs> it's going off now. Uh yeah no so like it was a good fight both both players between Panarin and McAvoy they all got they both got in some shots like they both were swinging and it was it was a good honest tussle between players that I feel like 
I mean, at least Panarin, we didn't expect him to get in a fight, but no. you, you never see players drop the gloves anymore. And no, I loved don't. if Panarin's going to bring some energy to that game that needed a little bit of spark because when that fight happened, the Bruins were slowly crawling their way back into the game. Oh yeah, that I think that fight happened when it was five to four, and yeah. we're I'm sitting at home watching this like, oh wow, really? We are going to blow this lead? Uh, really, a four goal lead? We're going to blow this because yeah. you know we've seen it before, two three goal leads just gone oh, yeah. before we even dude. Can when it when it got to five four, like I'm like, oh god. Oh God! Classic Blue Jackets. Here I don't we go. Know what's about to happen? We're about to literally blow a five to one lead and lose this game to the Bruins. Halfway through the second, and then Panarin. I think honestly, Panarin sparked the team to win the game after that so. fight. Dude, I, the building, Nationwide Arena, was freaking hype for that Bruins game. I bet. Like from the from the drop of the puck, and when we scored that, when Anderson scored that first goal, where he just manhandled himself in front of that net to score that goal. Oh yeah, he scored the goal and the defender. Yeah, like literally the whole arena from that point on was it almost felt like a Penguins game. I mean, the, the crowd was it wasn't as full. There were some empty seats from here, you know, around the arena, but the energy noise, everything was there. And then when Breadman fought, that whole place went up a notch, and I guarantee the bench felt that. And that's, I think that's what kind of pushed them through to get that old dub. Yeah, maybe they're actually figuring out that, hey, when we score goals, our, the crowd likes us. And it's, we can. It's a interesting we, concept. We can play with this. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Wow. My favorite part of that was when uh, Panarin's sitting in the penalty box and bleeding off his nose and laughing. just laughing. I mean, it was, it was so Dude. great. Though. It was so much fun to watch. And I feel like that fight right there can easily put to rest any of the speculation. Uh, I'm looking at you, Twitter, uh, uh, and no, our mentions, I'm not, I'm not gonna call them out. and radio personalities in Columbus, yeah, calling that, One you know, specifically. that Panarin has pretty much checked out. He's not showing any emotion. He doesn't want to be here anymore. I, I call bullshit on that. I think, is he going to return next year? We don't know. Like, all speculation and all assumptions lead to he's not, and that's whatever. It is what it is. But I fully believe that Panarin is fully invested in this team at this moment, and he wants to get to the playoffs because that only that only increases his value. Why the hell would he just let off the gas? He's no. not he's not letting off the gas. He We've won't. had a, the whole team has had a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, and months maybe. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so. Between Panarin and Bob, I at this particular moment, I don't think that they've let off at all. And I think with that fight, him showing that emotion, he wants to enjoy the rest of his time in Columbus, and he is not by any means done with this team. I don't think so either. And I think that goes back to the conversations we were having before the trade deadline on, uh, you know, is 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 this in the back of the players' minds, Panarin and, and Bob, about are they going to be traded? Um, I know you talked about that a lot, but um, I think that now that, you know, this is the team that we have pushing into the playoffs. They're settling in. Bob, especially. Um, Panarin maybe as maybe settling in now uh, after the trade deadline with his last game because he hasn't looked very good recently. But um, it's an 82 game season, and yeah. you know these stretches are going to happen for players where they're they're tired or they're they're just not they they don't have it. Um, it it happens to every player. Oh, for sure. It's happened to Gretzky. It's happened to Crosby. It's happened to everybody. Um, Panarin's no different. So I think that, you know, he just needs to maybe find a new routine, find a new training routine, whatever, whatever he needs to do. I think he's he's done it. Bob, the same, because Bob has been playing out of his mind recently. 
Um, yeah. And I, I think that this Bruins game was, was an indication of us gaining that momentum and hopefully it's an pushing indication forward. indication of what we are capable of. Absolutely. Because same with the Penguins game last weekend. For sure. And honestly, I didn't think the Islanders game was all that bad. I thought we played, we kind of stuck to the mentality of that blue collar, blue jackets. And I think we're slowly seeing that physical side of this team come back. And that's what, that's how I think we win. We add that physicality, that blue collar style of play that the blue jackets are always known for. You mix that in with our skill guys like Panarin, Duchesne. And I think that this team has a recipe for success, but time is not on our side. And if we need to mesh, we need to mesh now. And I think we could, we've seen what we can do between the pins and, and the Bruins. It's about the Jackets. Can we be consistent and continue to knock off those Ws like we have? Well, that's been the thing the last couple seasons uh, for, was as long as I can remember as being a Jackets fan is the Penguins, the Penguins, the Penguins, the Penguins. It's always been the Penguins, yeah. at least in recent memory, where if we can't beat them, we're not going to make a push in the playoffs. And that 4-1 victory we had against them was a big sign for me, hopefully. That was the last time we played them, but a big sign that hopefully they've figured their sh- their shit out and that yeah. they're going to just I just hope it was like push, a, just push. Yeah. I hope that Penguins win was the mental that mental block that Bob had against them. I hope that that win, I, feel, I hope that whole wall, that mental block that he has is just destroyed. And I hope that that just adds confidence to his game to where the pens are out of his mind and he can go into a Penguins game without shit in his pants. Every Maybe. Time. Yeah, I hope so. I Yeah, they've had his number for years now, two years now, and um, he played way, way better than we've seen him play against the Penguins in this last game than we have in the last two years. And it was very, very encouraging now, I hope this doesn't go back to the hockey dudes uh, <laughs> graph that they made of, you know, playing well, getting our hopes up, crushing our hopes. Um, yeah. I hope we don't come out the next game flat and get shut out again. But yeah, and we got to we have tell. a test. So we play Carolina tomorrow. Um, here's one big positive that I want to touch on before we move on from that Bruins game was the Dezingle to Shane Anderson line. Oh, man. Uh, Anderson, in the words of Tortorella, is banging everything in sight. Banging everything in sight. I mean, take it how you, however he, however you want to interpret it. How, just you know, interpret it. But all Anderson sees is puck, puck all, and yeah. net. That's it. He doesn't yeah. care about anybody who has the puck. All he sees is puck and net, and he's there. Dude, we, you see how he plays. Like if he's even like if he has the puck and he's skating down the ice, and there is a defender trying to stop him one-on-one, he manhandles the shit out of that guy and gets right in front of that net and most likely will give a give you a good scoring opportunity or it, or just score. Yeah, I he's he's one of the key pieces to this team right now. My favorite player. Really? Josh Anderson. Yeah? Absolutely. I can see it. I'm yeah. not a big like proponent of buying player jerseys, but I would probably rock an Andy jersey right now. I can see it. I love him. Josh Anderson's a good guy. He's the epitome of a hockey player. He's... Tom Wilson minus the dirtiness. Yeah. Yeah. Don't compare him to Tom Wilson. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I still love Tom Wilson. Don't do too. that. So Tom Wilson just pushes pushes the, the, the line. And I do like that too in a hockey player. If you had a choice between Wilson and, and Anderson, mm. if you had to pick one. Why are you doing this to me? What which one? I, I gotta I gotta go Andy. I, I have right. to go. That's Andy, a good choice. Okay? All right. All right. Moving on. Uh hey. Um but anyways, back to the Deshane to Zingo Anderson line. Tortorella, please don't put the line in, in a blender. 
let them <laughs> just let it let sit, them man. sit, let them <laughs> marinate, let, let them sit. acclimate to each other. That they had eight points versus the Bruins. Uh, three of those were goals, but Dzingo had his first goal as a Blue Jacket. Uh, Duchesne had Love one, Andy had one. Uh, so yeah, Tortorella, please just keep the line together. I know how much you love to mix the lines, but not this one. Let them let them do their thing. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. We have four home games left. Yeah, four. That's it. So, dude, season's wrapping. Down. Real quick, uh, four home games left. The rest are away. We have twelve games left, maybe something like that. Um, if if you're if you're planning on seeing any of these games coming up here at home at Nationwide Arena in the next couple of weeks, don't forget to check out SeatGeek.com. True. That. Promo code CBJ get twenty dollars off your first purchase. You should do that for sure. The more you use that code, the more beer money we have. When I'm done with Lent. <laughs> and now, so we can just save it up for later. Yeah, after that, Lent's yeah, that's, yeah true. Just, that's true. Just buy them now. Go ahead. Uh, before we move on, though, but speaking of the Bruins game, your best friend uh, did really well, uh, Zach Rowinski. Yeah. Uh, I know you how much you love him on Hit a great game. Team. Hit a good game. Four points with a goal. Yep. Is Zach back? When's the last time that we sat here and said, oh, Rowinski had a good game? Been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. I, I can't <laughs> say he's back. He had uh, a four-point game. Listen, I will give you credit right now because you were calling out Zach before anybody was. Yeah, the, Honestly, I was calling like, him out in, what, November of last yeah, year, maybe? October? You were, you were calling him out well before. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, it's all right. No, like, I, let me give you credit. Okay, first. all right, Jesus. all right. Okay, okay, she's Okay, sorry, I didn't see it. I was like, no, Zach's fine. Zach's just, he's quiet. He has a quiet confidence. He's good. He's fine. He just, he just, he has a different style of game. But... Slowly but surely, I started to pick up on his bad turnovers, his, his his lack of board battles, and just just overall inconsistencies. And then slowly but surely, we started seeing, or I started seeing stuff on Twitter from pretty reputable people, radio personalities, even Bobby Mack from CBJ on Thirty was talking about how Zach's having a down season. And I feel like you kind of initiated all that. I mean, maybe. I, maybe. I'm not going to take credit for initiating I'll all take, of that. I'm, I'll take full credit for Winberg shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Winberg, started shitting on him. Line. In trying to take our fifth start line. Start of the season. Like, Warinsky, he had a great game. He did. I'll give you credit for the Winberg stuff. Thank You're you. right. Appreciate it. Um, Warinsky, he had a great game. He really did. I can't deny that. I mean, four points, right? Uh, was it four points? Yeah, four points and a goal. Yeah, four so, points. So three assists and a goal. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. So I yeah I can't deny he had a good game. That's and hopefully that's a sign that he continues to have games like that coming you know for the rest of the season and moving forward. Um, but I don't I don't know that he's all there mentally for for that because that we still saw in that Bruins game even with his four points the defensive breakdowns the he got burnt at least I mean there was one time that I can remember where he got burnt it was in that run where they scored three straight. Uh, just straight up burnt, like had no chance, and and gave up a two on on Bob, and it was it was hard to watch at times, watching him try to play defense. Maybe we should switch him and Winberg, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Make put him Zach at center. I mean, he wants to play offense so bad, he had to get the monkey off his back scoring <laughs> that goal. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize know what that was when he, he had the little goal celly. Yeah, he was throwing the monkey yeah, off his back. I thought yeah. he was shooting like a basketball. No, no, he was okay. just pulling it off, throwing it into the crowd. Interesting. The monkey off his back. Was that was he trolling people or was that? I don't just think his so. No, he was just like, that was his own thing. Where he was even saying that in post game pressers yeah. weeks ago, where there's a monkey there that it's on his back because he can't score a goal. And well, I mean, I'm sitting there listening to that, like didn't realize defenders were meant to score goals and instead of not giving them up. But hey, 
whatever. Yeah. That minus 15 will speak for itself. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, all right, so as it stands now, Caps, 89 points. Islanders, 87. Pins, 85. Jackets are in the uh, second wild card spot with 81 points, two points behind the Canes. So big matchup coming up Friday. Are we at the Schweid? It's a home game, right? That is a home game against the Hurricanes. You are correct. So make sure you pack out the the old barn there and root on the Blue Jackets because they can feed off your energy, little boomers. All right, let's go into uh, our most popular segment ever on this podcast and the history of this podcast. On that, off that. What? So, if you are new to the pod, this is where we uh, go through five different subjects pertaining to the Blue Jackets or anything. And we say if we are on it or off it. So, number one, Anderson becoming a leader for the Blue Jackets. Are you on that or off that, Kyle? Oh, man. Um, I have to be off that. And just for the reason of we can't overplay, we, we can't overlook Felino's leadership, we can't overlook Cam's leadership, we can't overlook Seth's leadership. Well, okay, let's, let's say hypothetically here's a situation next season would you give anderson an a no 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 he plays boone deserves it he anderson hasn't been here long enough to deserve that yeah. uh i think the i think that the c and the a's come with seniority mm-hmm. um with sticking it out through tough times with the team and through good times with the team um being that leader if everybody was a leader then nobody would be a leader so there has to be a leadership, a, a chain of command, starting with Felino, who has earned that C 100%. Um, I think Cam still has an A, correct? Mm-hmm. And Boone. Yep. Or, or Seth. Seth does. I, I don't know. I think it's one are. of the two. There's two, uh, there's no, two alternates. There's so one, three alternates. I, I don't, I'm pretty sure Boone has an A. Boone I has an A. Seth has, okay. A's. So those three also deserve that. Seth came over here from Nashville, but... Boone's been here, you know, for most of his career. Cam's been here his entire career. Mm-hmm. We we can't just overlook that that those let those letters on the chest mean something. Um, and yeah. Anderson has proven a lot this season. He's up and coming this season, but I think he has a couple more years to go before we see anything like that. Yeah, honestly, I agree. I am off that as well. Um, there down the line, there could be potential for old Andy to get an A. But at this particular time, I think uh, how can you go against Cam and Boone and Seth having those A's? I mean, those guys, to what to your point, Cam's been here forever. Boone's been here forever. Seth, you know, he has incredible leadership skill. Felino, I think, is a great captain. Uh, so at this particular time, there's no question that Boone can have a type of leadership in the locker room, leading by example in terms of bringing that physicality and coming out of the gate banging everybody. But in terms of having a letter on his jersey right now, I do have to say that I am off that. But I think if he can, if he sticks with the Blue Jackets for a couple more years, and you know maybe some of these players somehow get traded or something, I don't know, if, or if they just don't resign, then absolutely I would stick an A on Andy at some point. Remember this: I think Anderson in a couple of years, if not next year, whenever he is an unrestricted free agent, um, will be a big talk during free agency or trade deadline. Oh, big time. time. I was even listening to uh, Spit and Chicklets today. They were talking about Josh Anderson. Yeah, he's a big. He's 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 going to be turning into this big player that has yeah. a, a a very high motor uh-huh. um, that will just propel teams yeah. into playoff contention. And we were talking about, um, I think last podcast you mentioned is Anderson underrated in the league? 
And to what you're saying, I would say in the next year or so, people are going to, he's going to be a household name. He's going to start getting eyes. Yeah. Yeah. For he sure. He has what, 22 goals this year? Around there, Something. yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great season for him. It is, especially, especially the he, kind of player he is. Yeah, especially since he kind of, he's been riding that third line, I feel like, for the majority of the season. Yeah. I mean, he's been up and down, but I feel like he's been consistently on like a third line. So to get that type of offense production is pretty big. Yeah, love to see it. Love to see it. All right. Uh, number two on that, off that, bad luck is all that is affecting the Blue Jackets right now. Um, You know, <laughs> I'll start with this. Go ahead. Uh, you, here's the thing. You create your own luck. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I believe that there are bad bounces. I think that uh, there's, there's, you know, sometimes pucks don't go your way. Um, you do. There's a, I think there is a such thing as called puck luck. Yep. But I think that puck luck stems from being a good team from, you know, every single line rolling perfectly. Your pairing's rolling. You know, your pairing is going good. You're having a complete game. You create your puck luck, in my opinion. Okay, I can see that. So I'm off that. You're off that. Um, I'm, you know, I'm on that. Um, I I honestly think the the puck luck, um, the puck bounces differently every night, as we hear. Uh, I think that we have just not, we we haven't had the puck luck. We haven't had the the goals that will dribble in every once in a while. I mean, we've been shut out more times in the last couple of weeks than I'd like to admit. Um, especially against the Islanders, but that I think that you know there's goals that should have went in, but they just didn't because of the puck luck, because of yeah. the way that the puck fell on the ice, and yeah. that's really Listen, all it is. There are goals that go in because, of, like, especially with other teams that play us. I saw a video today on Twitter of a guy uh, of a I don't know what league it was in, whatever, but um, he just he was just dumping a puck. With with just a slap, uh, you know, just a slap dump basically, yeah. um, hit off one of the end boards, came back, in, like, towards the crease, hit the ice, and then bounced into the net. The goalie was behind the net because he was just going to grab it and yeah. push it along. It went in the net because the goalie was behind the net because it hit the end board, and then bounced up to the crease and then bounced back into the net, like that. That's wh- some shitty luck. That's. Oh, exactly. That's shitty luck for the other team. That's bad puck luck. Here's what, but here's the, that's what we've been getting. Here's what I'm saying. From the start of the season to the end of the season, you can't rely on luck being a part of your game. I feel like there are some games where you get a good bounce, and that's great. But for the majority of the season, you have to be a skilled hockey team. Absolutely. And thus, I say that I'm off this because the Jackets can create their own success. I agree with you. I agree with you on that part only because of the Detroit Red Wings this season. <sighs> okay. If they were lucky, which they have been for a very long time, they probably would be in a playoff contention this year. They are way out. But of they're it. that bad. Didn't that they're they? Unlucky. I think they're the first team eliminated, right? Yes, now. they got eliminated yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. I love to see it because they beat up on us so so much oh. early on in our franchise. Oh yeah, that so was. They would come into our barn, and we just those, knew it was going to be a blowout. Those Western Conference days. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those days. All <laughs> right. Fuck uh, those days. <laughs> yeah. Number three, re-signing Ryan Murray at the end of the season. On that, off that. Um. Look. I have been the biggest Ryan Murray supporter for the last couple of years because I, I, I've kind of been able to, when he has been healthy, you can see what he can do. He started putting it all together this season, and he, he's been one of the better defenders on this team up there with Seth Jones um, to the point where 
you know, he may he may be he may have been having a better season than Seth Jones at that point. Uh, I would not re-sign him after this season, only because, and I only say this because he is not. I don't think he's had a, an entire healthy season for the entire time that he's been with this team. I don't think I don't think he's played no, an entire eighty-two this, game this season. This would have been the first one. <laughs> Uh, uh, we saw how he was playing fully healthy. What I don't, I I can't see re-signing someone who we don't know if he's going to play an entire season for the in in the upcoming future. You know, if I, I think he's a six million dollar guy, five million dollar guy, but maybe uh, not because of his health issues. I don't know, but I I can't see us re-signing him only because of his injury problems that he's had. He's very inconsistent when yeah. he's on the ice. I don't see him getting near close to six. If we can get him for a good price because of his history of being injured, I feel like the Jackets, if they want to sign him, they have to factor that into the equation. It's like, dude, like you're great when you're healthy, but we don't know if you're going to be healthy. So here's a contract based on that. Here's $4 million, three-year deal, something like that. Something where we're not giving away too much, but I don't... I'm on resigning him because if we can even for the even if Ryan Murray is healthy for half a season, that's a great ass defenseman. He's, he's and we've really seen, good. As soon as Ryan Murray went to the IR, I feel like our team kind of collapsed for a little bit. Right, it just something was amiss, and I was he the backbone of that uh, of those pairings? I don't know. I've been <laughs> saying it all season. He's <laughs> arguably a better defender than Seth Jones. Eh. I honestly Seth Jones believe brings that. a better offensive presence. Sure, being a but we're talking about defending. Yeah. He may be better at offense, but the the rating on Ryan Murray this season when he was healthy, which has been all season up to a couple weeks ago, yeah, is off the charts. His he he just has been the bet. He has been statistically the better defender on this team all season. Yeah, just get her. Healthy. Healthily. Uh hey, Ryan Murray and uh Rowinski, or no, Winberg were at Top Golf yesterday, by the way. Ryan Murray was at Top Golf golfing? My uh one of my friends, or actually my best friend's wife works at Top Golf. Okay. And she called me like freaking out in a panic. Oh really? Yeah. She was like, Oh my god, they're in one of the bases. I have to know <laughs> I have to know if she was if, or if he was uh if he was actually golfing or not, because he's supposed oh, to be injured. That's a good question. He's on the ask. IR. I will uh I will contact Nicole and ask her. You should do that. Yeah. I said, should we do an emergency pod, bring our portable podcasting unit and come do a podcast? Just go interview him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not that crazy. So I, I was joking. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I've never really been there. I've lost my like yet. true like fangirlness probably in high school. You know what I mean? Like where if I see one of these guys in public, I don't really care. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay, mine's been more recent. Mine was at Cannonball this last season, yeah. like this last Cannonball, only because, you know, I was talking to some of these guys. Like, I walked up to to uh, Bjorkstrand, just introduced myself, yeah. and said, hey, you know, Oliver, nice, really nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. You realized how just they're just a person. They really are. And he yeah. goes, he, like, he was, he was flustered. I don't know why, but he... <laughs> I said, hey, Oliver, nice to meet you. My name's Kyle. And he goes, oh, hey, Kyle, my name's Oliver. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am aware of that. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. you realize these are just people like, sure, I mean, if I see one in public, see one. If I see a Jacks player or an athlete or like a hero, besides Delonar Jr., I will pass out for Delonar Jr. Oh, jeez. Other than that, 
It's more like a fist bump or like, hey, man, keep up the good work, something like that. I told Stenland uh, at the Cannonball not to get sent down. What did he do? He got sent down. Yeah, way to go. You caused that. Here's a, here's a question. Here's a good question. When you come across, say, like uh, somebody that you admire uh, that's a celebrity or a professional athlete, what's your go-to in terms of do you, would, you, would you rather get an autograph or get a picture? Or um, just a conversation and leave. Just a con- I'm <sighs> probably not a picture. I don't know. I feel like they pose for a lot of pictures. A lot of a lot of fans that don't get that experience a lot. I mean, yeah. we've been lucky enough to to have those experiences more than most people. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think I would do a picture. I did a lot of pictures at Cannonball, but um, I don't know. I'd probably just have a conversation. I'd really want to, you know, get into yeah. the get into the into the meat of what they're really thinking and not try to, you know, just be that fan that just wants a picture and moves on with their day. Yeah. I, I'd really want to get to know I something you don't see on TV all the time. Yeah. I think it's a healthy mix between, honestly, I don't really understand autographs anymore, especially if it's like, say you're out in public and you don't have like any paraphernalia on you. So you just get like a napkin. Oh, can you sign this for me? Like why? That's yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I get maybe signing a Jersey. That's cool. But I feel like if I was to get a one-on-one with a hero of mine, I would probably for sure just get a picture and have and try to have like a brief one-minute conversation. Like not take up too much of their time. Just be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for the time. You know, carry on with their day. Absolutely. Yeah. My, like my question to one of them would be like, hey, uh, like... What should like what kind of music are you listening to right now? I'm trying to find some new music or yeah, something. Like just absolutely. get you pick the brain. Like get to know the other side, you know? Uh-huh. I Abs- agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all right, number four. Kincaid has zero ice time since being traded to the Blue Jackets on that off that. Um you know, with it'd be different if if Bob was playing Un, not not very well, um, but I'm I'm gonna say on that just because we haven't needed him. Um, Bob is Bob has been playing very well. Um, a lot of the goals that, that have you know that go towards his GAA uh, have not been really his fault. Um, some of them have been. There's been a couple five holes here and there. There have, uh, but happen. that it happens. Um, I. You know, I, I really would say on that just because Bob's been playing well. Corpy played one game in there. Yeah, he did. He played against the Pens. Against the Pens. Played all right. Not the best, but yeah. uh, maybe we would have seen Kincaid there. But I'm on that just because of the way Bob's been playing. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally on his zero ice time for the simple fact, yes, Bob has been playing good. I think the Jackets, when they made that trade, they got it just for insurance in terms of if Bobrovsky ended up shitting himself, we had a goaltender in Kincaid that took the Devils to the playoffs last year. He's a good veteran yeah. guy. He's, he's probably, I mean, we haven't seen him play with the Jackets, but I'm, I'm sure he's very well composed out there on the ice. Even if you throw him in now where he hasn't played in, I don't know, probably a month now. I think but, people uh, are anxious just because he's a new name. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen him in a coach jersey, but um, I no, I agree. I I. With with all this happening, you know, with the Duchesne trade, the Dzingo trade, the McQuaid trade, um, all of that, we're we have been labeled as going all in this season, and it, it would be really, really awful to go all in with all of these players and then have Bob go down and not have anybody. Corpy, Corpy, I think can do it, but Kincaid is proven, yeah. and proven I think vet. exactly. I yeah. think it would be 
it'd be awful for you know Bob to go down and not have that guy who's proven behind him to yep. take the spot. Yep. So yeah, for, absolutely, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Last one on that off that tornadoes. Mm. You on those or off those? Yo, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm off those, man. Like, <laughs> in no way. Tornadoes. We're supposedly supposed to get storms and stuff. Uh, we're tonight, sitting. It's Thursday. Yeah, we're sitting here in the studio with a tornado warning, or you know, in the area. I think, right, uh, Cincinnati. It's but more it's Cincinnati, but it might come. It's on its way. way. Yeah. I think. I think we're getting storms here later tonight. But uh, dude, I'm off that man. Like all that shit that just happened down in the like in in Texas or whatever, Oklahoma, yeah, well, somewhere see, around there. Like I am on tornadoes if as long as they don't harm anybody. Like I think that they're dope, <laughs> and I I wanted to be a storm chaser growing up for the longest time. Okay, like I wanted to move to uh, Tornado Alley. I wanted to start my own tornado company, like tornado chasing business. I was inspired by the show Storm Chasers on Discovery Channel. Great ass show. They wow. should bring it back. I don't know why they haven't. <laughs> and yeah, I just wanted to chase tornadoes. Like my graduation gift in uh, college was supposed to be my dad, but he flaked out on it for some reason. I don't know why. I was supposed to, because you can go on these tornado chasing tours. Like you you go, you get in a van with these professional storm chasers. You pay like $1,000 for the week. They put you in a hotel and you just chase tornadoes. That sounds... Dude, I'm on them. All right. They're, I mean, as long as they don't kill anybody. I'm on those type of tornadoes. Right, just you know, the... The yeah. ones that like land in a random cornfield and you can just watch it. <laughs> The movie Twister, great ass movie, classic. Yeah, with the, the the cows getting thrown around and the yeah. semi trucks and I wanted a red truck so bad after that movie. Oh, I bet. I was like nine when it came out, but like I wanted to What was it what was it called? Dorothy? Dorothy, yeah. The the device they yep. invented. That was the device, yeah. Every time I hear wind chimes, the first thing I think of is Twister. Oh man. It's Every just time such an wind, eerie feeling oh, after oh, that I movie. Like, right was, now. Oh, <laughs> ooh, okay. <laughs> Dude, every time I hear, yeah, wind chimes, no matter where they're at, I'm like, oh, is there a tornado? Tornado coming. There's a a storm (laughs) brewing in distance. Anytime I went to a drive-in movie one time, and the only thing I could think of was a tornado ripping through the damn screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that would be awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be terrible. That would be a bad way to die. Jeez. Can we just move on? Is that, I don't know. I'm from, I grew up in Lancaster, and there's a drive-in or a drive-through movie theater out there. I wonder if it's, I don't know if it's still there, though. I feel like there's not any around anymore. There's like it might be like the last one in Central Ohio. Nah, it's Springfield, Central Ohio. No, no. Okay, uh, there's one in Springfield. I don't even know if it's still open either or not. But yeah, yeah. those are the shit, man. All you gotta do is like you just pay per person. You can take in whatever food you want. We took in like a party pizza from Fat Cat's Pizza, which is the greatest pizza in Lancaster, Ohio. Should probably try it. Maybe I'll get a pizza for the next pod from Fat Cat's. All right, Fat Cat's in Lancaster. Not even sponsored by them, but they're great. Good pizza, huh? Good pizza. Now everybody can just stream everything. Yeah. Nobody needs drive-ins anymore. That's true. All right. On to the next segment. Now, this one is in honor of Nick Foligno. So <laughs> we, since since Scott Hartnell is no longer a part of the Blue Jackets, we need a new dad, right? Right. Well, yeah, Foligno's been dad. Yeah, yeah Foligno's dad. Scott Hartnell was dad because he had like the Hartnell and Sons line. Like he was daddy. And oh like, yeah, dad. Uh, we just always called him daddy for sure. So we, Nick Foligno is our new team dad because obviously he's our captain. He's, he's he just, looks like a dad. He looks like a dad. If he, you were to walk up to Nick Foligno at a Walmart, like dad, dad, hello, daddy? is that you, papa? Right. Yeah. 
So we're going to do uh, dad jokes just for the hell of it. So if you have not seen this, this is like a viral trend on uh, social media. A little late to it. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. We're just doing we're it. We're going to go one by one. Kyle's going to say a joke. I'm going to say a joke. And the first one to crack, first one to laugh, loses. Oh, man. This is okay. going to be a very short game. And also, we're doing this in honor of Nick Foligno missing a shift against the Bruins. Yeah. He, causing a goal that happened. My God. Like, <laughs> if we would have lost that game. That would have been, been huge. I don't think a lot of people even know about that, yeah. but I think that he just straight up missed his shift. Uh huh. Like he was, there was four of our skaters on the ice. What what did that make the score? I forget because they scored on the ice. It was that was uh, five to four. Was that, that was the, the that was four? the fourth goal they scored. Dude, if we would have <laughs> lost that game, I guarantee Tortorella would have probably sat him the next game. Oh my! Oh, absolutely. All right, who's starting here? I'm by starting. the way, okay. Jeez, that's not fair. I'm gonna. Can you laugh at your own ones? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, my first one is. I began reading a horror novel in Braille. Something bad is about to happen. I can feel it. Okay. Th- no, you didn't give me. I know. All right. That's fine. You almost did. Nah, not even close. All right. Whatever. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I got one here. What creature is smarter than a talking parrot? I don't know what. A spelling bee. That's stupid. Uh, you know what happened to the guy who chugged eight Pepsis at once? No, I don't. What happened? He burped seven up. <laughs> that was me laughing. No, it didn't. Okay. I didn't. No, right, no not you, that one. No, you, you, you cracked a smile, laugh. but you didn't laugh. I'm allowed right. to smile, That's right? We're allowed to smile. Yeah, you can smile. Uh, all right. I got one. Uh, why can't you trust Adams? Uh, because... Of Eve. They make up everything. Not not funny. This is a science joke. Um, All right. So, trying to go through here. Uh, got hired at a gym recently as a personal trainer, but it wasn't working out. Um, I had to put in my two-week notice. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, that's a that's a reach. No, a no way. All right. Uh, what do you call an old snowman? I don't know. Water. Cool. <laughs> uh, hey, t- today's pie day. You know that? Yeah, I did. It's yeah. uh, it's three fourteen. Yeah, I tried to think of a good pie joke, uh, but no matter which way I tried to slice it. I could not whip one up. That's terrible. <laughs> Nick Polino would be laughing. That's terrible. He's a dad. Gosh. Uh, we're, we're going. Nobody's laughing. Oh, man. I can't grinning. believe neither one of us is laughing. We're uh, grinning. We're not laughing fully, though. What washes up on really small beaches? Um, Seashells. Microwaves. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I think I think I got you on this one. Oh, you must laugh right there. I think I got you on this one, though. What do you call a fish out of water? Dead. All right. Tough, 
tough one to crack over here. All right, all right. Uh, why do you? Why do mushrooms get invited to all the parties? Because people want to hallucinate. Because they're such fun guys. Okay. Uh, oh come on, that's a good. That's <laughs> such a good one. Uh, what is the highest number that a plant can count to? I I don't know. Tree. That was come on. That was you're laughing. Okay. No, just count. All right, I whatever. didn't laugh. We're good. Why did the math book look so sad? Uh, I don't know why. Because of all of its problems. Cool. Uh, oh, man, like, come on. I see. Uh, so. <laughs> it's going to take forever. Um, who can't run for president? Who? Actually, hold on. That's a really racist one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that doesn't count. My I'm just, I'm count. scrolling through dad jokes on Twitter. I'm sorry. Or, uh, Reddit. Uh, okay. Next one. Uh, what happened when the uh, frog crashed his car? What happened? Uh, he had to get it towed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I won. I won. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that was terrible. It was so bad. Oh. It was so good. All right. I got one more. You, right. This is the last okay, one here, all right? If, if you laugh, then we keep going. All right. Okay. What do you Again, call it for us uh, for you, Nick? Fully, no, Dad. Love you, Nick. Uh, what do you call a seagull when it flies over a bay? Uh, I don't know. A bagel. Cool. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently, I have no emotion. Apparently, apparently, I'm just a maybe. You sober maybe. Jordan just doesn't care about anything. Yeah, you'd be laughing no if this wasn't whatever. Uh, yeah, so I got no, that's a that's a Jordan victory. Why did the bicycle fall over? Because it couldn't stand up. It was too tired. <laughs> there it is. All right. That's just... Doesn't count, but there it just, is. We're ending it right there. <laughs> Enough. Uh, Nick Foligno, that was an honor of you. Hashtag dad jokes. You're our daddy. What do you call a fish with no eye? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> there's no eye. I yeah. got it. No, I got it. I get it because there was no eye. It's bad. It's a dad joke. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so Jackets have three games between now and our next podcast. This is now oh, the boy. part of the pod where we go down the shaft and predict the scores. Down that shaft. Down the shaft for the next three games. Uh, so big game coming up against Carolina, which most of you are listening to this on Friday. We play them tonight at the Schweid. So make sure you get your SeatGeek tickets for $20 off. Use code CBJ. Get you in the door. Uh, Carolina, 38, 24, and 7. Who the frick saw that coming? Nobody. In Carolina. I don't know. They're a bunch of jerks. Jerks. Much. Bunch of jerks. Uh, Kyle, what's your prediction for the Jackets versus Carolina? Oh, um, yeah, I think that we can continue what we've been doing. I say 4 to 1 win for the Jackets. 4 to 1 dub. Uh yeah, I think I think it'll be a good spirited contest. I hope both teams have fun. I really do. Uh, I think Jackets do continue. I think that I think the Bruins game was a true 
measuring stick of what this team is capable of. And I think we're going to uh, start clicking. Knock on wood. Uh, Jackets win this one three to one. Next, we got the Boston Bruins. We're playing in Boston Saturday. Bruins are currently 42-19-9. We saw what the Jackets can do against them. Kyle, what are the Jackets going to do in Boston? Yeah, it's a different. Uh, they play in TD Garden, right? Ameritrade, yep. yeah, something like yep. that. Um, Ugliest colored seats I've ever seen. Yeah, like, they are. You're in Boston, like the sports mecca championship title town of the world. Right. Y'all can't like renovate your arena? It looks like it's straight out of the 70s. Isn't it like they? it's the same as it was? It's for the Celtics because the the bat, the oh. the Celtics playing there too and oh no it looks like shit that's a they make more money than the Bruins anyways probably um I think going in there is always a tough game I think it's going to be a, a tough win for the Jackets I think it's going to be a three two overtime win for the Jackets on that one three two OT win okay um I think the Bruins they're going to adjust to what the Jackets did to them at Nationwide they're going to have a stronger game than what we saw. But I do think the Jackets prevail. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be a uh, a close one. I'm gonna say two one. Two one regulation. Jackets get the dub. All right, we end our little uh, whatever you want to call it with the Calgary Flames. Down the shaft. Down the shaft segment. There Thank it you. is. Appreciate it. Like I said, sober Jordan doesn't know what's happening half the time. Nailed it. Uh, we're going to be in Calgary, Calgary, having a good season, 43, 20 and seven on the season. They are second in the Pacific. What's the score going to be? Um, I think this might be a letdown game for us. Uh, late game, uh, 9 PM starting, you know, at Calgary. Um, uh, I think we lose this one. We still get a point out of it. I think it's uh, going to be a four to three game in overtime. Four, three OC. You say loss. Yes. Loss. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to ride the wave of that. We, whatever we had to figure out, we figured out against playing the Bruins in that seven to uh, four dub. I'm going to say Jackets, we figured out our shit. We are going to win all three of these games. That's going to jump us into the Metro standings in, in terms of playoff seeding instead of the wild card. We're going to win this one five to three. 5-3 dub for the old Jackets. It's a big score. It is. Very big score. Those are our thoughts. Uh, 69% of the time, we are correct every time. So if you are a betting person, go to Vegas and... Bet $69. $69 on all those scores. On those. And you'll win. All right, let's get social. Do you have the questions pulled up? Mm, yeah. Or Are you sure about that? I got one. You don't seem too confident about it. All right, here we go. Got one here from uh, starting. Starting. Let's get social. Got one here from Siebs at M Siebs. When Felino eventually moves on, who do you think will take up the next? Take up the captain mantle next is what I meant to say. That is a good question, and I like that question. And my answer is the correct answer: Seth Jones. Hmm. Seth Jones will be. The next Blue Jackets captain, barring any really belt down of some sort. But interesting. Seth Jones will be our captain. Yeah, that is a fantastic question. Um, hopefully Felino here is 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 here for years to come. Love that guy. 
Here's the thing about Felino. People shit on him all the time, like because he doesn't have the greatest offensive production. Right. But he's not supposed to be that guy. He's not. He's a locker room glue guy. He's our captain. Glue guy. That's right. Glue guy. Uh, he's our captain. He's our yep. leader. And Felino's not the guy that's going to go out and get you 40 goals. Right. And 20 assists. He's not going to rack up all those points for you. He's not that. He's he's the grinder. He's the type of guy that's going to get in them dirty areas, win the board battles, get physical, drop the gloves. He's the all-around hockey player. Yeah. Uh, so people you know, that shit on him. described. Yeah, people that shit on him all the time about, oh, he's not scoring that many goals. Like, yeah, whatever. Screw they that. don't know. That's, not, that's not his role. His role is to be a leader, and he's doing that. Do you know who you just described, though? What? Boone Jenner, next captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I can't say no because everything I just said is what Boone Jenner is. That's exactly what he so, is. Him, yeah. or I think it'll either be him or Atkinson, one of the two. I, not Jones, I though. I don't ever see Atkinson being the captain. He's he's a he's a lifelong jacket. He he, is. he started he a is, youth yeah. academy here yeah. in Columbus. That may have nothing to do with it, but he's yeah, a great. Barry, I think he's a good leader. He yeah. he's he brings that that looseness to the locker room. He's he's a fun guy to be around. You I'm just, just talking with my hands. Leave you don't me alone. Do it with your hands. Can you just leave me alone? Sorry. Whatever. I just forgot what I was talking about. Cam Atkinson being a captain. Yeah, I was done with it. <laughs> okay, you're off that. Uh, what's the next question? All right, so here we got um, uh, at Keith Bales' favorite hat trick in CBJ history. Um, there's quite a few good ones out there. I don't want to. I don't want to write off and say Boone Jenner because that just happened. Right. Uh, <laughs> what? Nothing. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Um. I got to go. I want to say it was like 2016. I don't remember exactly the year. I want to say it was 16 because we still had Scott Hartnell. And I want I, I feel like Hartnell and Atkinson and a, a couple other dudes, we had like three or four hat tricks in the span of like two weeks. So I'm just going to go that whole stretch because like you went to the game almost expecting somebody to have a hat trick. So I'm going to go not necessarily my favorite hat trick like on like one single hat trick. But I'm gonna go that whole little stretch of where we just like we're ripping off hat tricks like it was nothing. Yeah, um, I don't know. I can't really think of one that comes to mind. It's cool to get see Boone though. Get his first quickly. Ever. I Boone's was cool just because he. I think he deserved that more than anybody on the team. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I really can't pin one down. I mean, it, it's it's hard to think back. Hat tricks are are a big deal when they happen, uh, but it's not really remembered if that. Yeah. Makes any sense. Um, Here's a question for you. Um, you walk in the blue line before the game. You buy a new Blue Jackets fitted hat that cost you 40 bucks. Okay. Yes, I'm throwing it on the ice. Okay. <laughs> Is it bad that I've had second thoughts about throwing hats on the ice? Uh, No. I mean, it's just... You like your hats, you like your hats. Thing like, because I got a big head. Like, I probably wouldn't throw this hat on the eyes. Just an Oakley hat, really. This is my. I wear this all the time. It's so comfortable. It's my favorite hat. Between that and your Patagonia one, that looks like you shit on it. When's the last time you saw me wear that? Like two days ago. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, it wasn't two days ago. It, I've was, been, it was this week. I've traded that out for this Sunday. one. Sunday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah. That's because I wasn't doing anything Sunday. But I got a big head, 
And it takes a lot. Yeah, you do. It takes a while to get me a hat that fits my noggin the way I want it to. Once this, you find that one. I mean, right now, I'm wearing my Chief Wahoo Indians hat. It's fitted. I think I wear a seven and three quarters, which is a big fitted hat, and it just fits perfectly. So I would have second thoughts about throwing this hat on the ice. Does that make me a bad fan? Yes. Uh, next question. But fun <laughs> story. I was on the ice for the Boone or on the glass for the Boone Jenner hat trick, and everybody's hats were falling short of the ice. <laughs> You're throwing so people's I got hats to throw on the ice. Everyone's hats on the ice. It was great. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, got one here from Little Boomer at Little Boomer CBJ. Love to hear it. Well, friend of the pod. Watching Nash play with some better players last night, he appeared conscious and was productive. What line does Winberg need to be on to show a glimpse of life? Asking for a friend. Uh, Winberg needs to be on the fifth line. Fifth line. Put him up in the press box eating popcorn. Sounds about right. Yeah. You're off the case, Winberg. You can't do that to Winberg. That's it's not, not him. That, that's Bob's thing. Bobrovsky. Yeah. Sergio. Uh, I will say that Winberg, since him being scratched and him coming back post being scratched, he's played better, but still. He's good on PK. That's we're, about play, it. we're paying you $4.9 million, and you can't even shoot the puck. People are figuring out that he's good on PK, and that's on, really it. Dude, Blue Jackets have... The best, one of the best, if not the best, PK in the league right it's now. It's top in the league. Top of the league. I'm pretty confident. I'm going to look up the stats so here. So what would you rather have? Would you rather have the worst power play in the league and the best PK or the best I power think they play? just canceled the, each other out. That's what they do. So it's kind of like we're just... We're just staying on the path. Stagnant. Like yeah. We're, we're, it's, we're, it's okay, I guess. But, right. I mean, if a true team, you got to win. Now, if we had a really good power play along with our really good PK, then that would be be a different story. We would be up there with Tampa Bay right now. But I think that those two kind of cancel each other out. I'm going to ask you one more question here. You talk about it while I look up their PK ranking. Okay. Uh, Just kind of jumping off that little boomer question, from from Kevin Stahl at Chunkbox, should we move Winberg to defense? Oh, boy. Uh, Honestly, not a bad question because he does have a good defensive game in certain aspects. We've obviously seen his offensive ability. Not there. Nothing special. If anything, he's just like a Winberg or something floating around there. Um, Or a, uh, sorry, a a Ferenski. I don't know why I said Winberg. We're talking about Winberg. Uh. If you did it, I feel like you got to make that adjustment in the offseason, not right now. But I wouldn't be completely against it. Call me crazy, but he's, he's like you said, he's great on the PK. He's great. Uh, he puts in good good defensive minutes at times. So, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't say no. He's, he plays great defense as a second line center. Good job, Winberg. <laughs> um, so, Art. He's Our, been, he, they stuck him on that fourth line for a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, he was down there for a while, yeah. Um, we are tied with the Arizona Coyotes for second behind the Tampa Bay Lightning with 84% on the PK. Dude, it's legit. 84.8, so 85%. Like, what's our, uh, do you have the power play percentage pulled up by chance? Yep, our power play percentage. Where we're ranked. Um, we are ranked... 27th. 27th. What's our conversion? 15%. 
If we could just get that up to like 20%. 22, top in, top in the league is 28% Tampa Bay. 20, 22%. Tampa Bay has the top PK and PP in the league. That's why they're winning. They're winning the cup. Yeah, that sucks. If we could just get ours up to 20, like we would be a dangerous team. Oh, yeah. But they just don't know what... It's like uh, Ricky Bobby in the interview. I don't to, know what to do with my hands. Yeah. They don't know what to do with the puck on the PP. What happened to Martin St. Louis? Because as soon as we got, we brought him on, like Jack had started clicking on that PP. Yeah, they started clicking on that PP, but then all of a sudden, like they just stopped clicking on that PP. They should start clicking on the PP again. We should start jumping on that PP again. We should all jump on the PP. I think so. Everyone jump on a PP. Everybody yeah. jump on that PP and re- like really get them going. You know, really like, work them. Really work it. Get get. We gotta grind that PP. We gotta grind the PP and start banging everything in sight. I absolutely agree. Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson needs to be all over that PP. Yeah, absolutely. Next question. I am so. <laughs> we're talking about power play, guys. God. Power play. Uh, if you were Coach Torts, what would you say to Felino during or after that game against the Bruins? Oh, well, since he missed that shift. Yeah, after he missed that shift. Uh, hey, what the fuck, bud? Yeah, like, That's what are you doing? Say. What are you doing? What are you doing, bud? Uh, next, if hey, if we lose that game, bud, next time you're, you're you're sitting on the bench. On the bench. Is that a Torrello impression? Not even close. I don't even know how I would go about his impression. You sounded like a, no, just. I need a Warren here for the impression. You needed like a radio. You sounded like a radio personality. I sounded like a paper boy from the fifties. Yes. Get your paper here. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what. Yes, you nailed that. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I feel like they probably had a little combo after the game for sure. Like, hey, man, like, well, maybe not because they won. Like, yeah, but I mean, Tortorella is not going to overlook Felino that. knows what he did. Like, ha- like right when the puck was dropped and the faceoff happened, Felino was like jumping over the boards to get in there. I think it. I think they had to have had a discussion at least. I don't think it was anything bad. I think it was just like, hey, like, don't come, ever miss your fucking shift again. Come to to the playoffs and that's a goal that could be the difference between winning and losing so whatever you did figure your shit out and let's go Felino knows that he, he knows has it. to know that he knows it uh next question here from ohio country gent what torts quote or tortsism is your favorite so far balls balls anytime he mentions uh, talking about that w- that originated with pld right balls uh, the, the kids no. got balls that originated with uh, Zach Rowinski, I think, because uh, that PLD would've... wasn't here that year. And this okay. is when he got shot in the face with a puck. Yeah. And they never, they didn't blow the whistle dead. Or the, and the, he kept the playing. Play dead. He, so he just, no, he went down. Like, he went down and blood gushing out of his head. Then the Penguins scored. And, like, the refs didn't even blow the whistle. That was in the 2014 playoffs. And uh, I believe it was 2014. And... Uh, yeah, and so he he went to the locker room. He got like 36 stitches or something crazy like that under his eye and then came back out with a full face helmet. And finished the game. Finished the game. That's but why then, the city loves him so much. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's when Tortorella said, balls as big as the building. And I think that's where the – I feel like that was the first ever drop of Tortorella saying balls. And now it's just like, kid's got balls. Balls as big as the building. He's balls. Got balls. He's got balls. That's my favorite tortism. Uh, mine is when he was talking about Brad shitting his pants. That was good. That was pretty good. That was a classic. Here's the thing about Torch's like viral moments. Like to us, it's nothing out of the ordinary. But to the mainstream media, it's 
they just pick up on it like, oh, this Torts is at it again. It's like, no, this is that's just that's him. Torts. That's like, Torts. We're so used to it, we become kind of numb to his sayings, and they're just hilarious. And I, I love his brutal honesty. I, I feel like more coaches and more athletes should style their interviews after that. If you don't like something, just say it. Quit sugarcoating it. Fair enough. Balls. Balls. Um, I don't know if I would work. All right. So there's one from Joseph Garrigan at Joseph Garrigan with two R's. Uh, so after last night's game, has Warinsky earned his spot after his point drought? Also, is Dezingle, Duchesne, and Anderson the new power line for the Jackets heading into the offseason? Well, hey, calm down. We're not in the offseason. So let's start with the, the first part of the question. Has Warinsky earned his spot after his point drought? Um, I don't think we... What spot are we talking about? Like His, his pairing or? spot. Okay. Uh, well, you gotta, he's gotta be consistent from here on out. I mean, I think he, he was, hasn't been consistent from here on out, starting with the new year. Yeah. But he, so he was, January, he was playing but, with Jones during the Bruins game, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, I don't, if he was that successful during that game, then absolutely keep him there and see if he can keep doing it. Like, but he hasn't been that successful with Jones the, the entire season. I know, but maybe, maybe he's taking a turn for the better. Come on. I know it's That's w- one game. I, know. I, I like the what have you done for me lately, and I get it's one game, but if it worked that game, at least give him a shot the next game. Sure. Just, just like the Dezingle. Oh, we'll see him on, we'll see him it, on the first pairing out. with Jones. Yeah. yeah There's nobody else to put up there with Jones. Not right now, no. It was Murray because Murray is head and heels better defender than Wierenski is, but, you know, okay, he's just not ever healthy. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's earned a spot, but we already know why. Uh, so the second part of the question was uh, the third line to Zingle, Deshane, Anderson, the new power line for the Jackets heading into the offseason. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but again, to contradict, not contradict, to play devil's advocate of what you just said, we've only seen that line like one or two times, so how the hell do we know? Because they, right. Four point. Okay, I guess he had four points, but that was one time. Warrenski's been with this team for two years now, um, and he has he hasn't done that really. I mean, he has, but not. That's might have been his first four point game ever. It was. Um, that was that line's first eight point game ever. But holy shit, I think if we put Anderson on any line on this team, it's going to be the power line. It doesn't matter who else is on the line with him. Whether it be Duchesne, Dezingle, yeah. whether it be Duclair, if we brought him back, fuck it. Uh, if we brought, if we put Nash out there with Anderson, anybody, anybody on this team, Winberg. I mean, you want to, you name him. Why the hell would we bring back Duclair? I don't know. I'm just throwing out names just okay. to say, just to make the point that if Anderson is on that line, it's the power line. Well, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I love that Stenland. line. Stenland. I love that line. And it should never, ever be broken up. Sherwood. Bring Sherwood up. Like Put Sherwood. him on the Anderson line, and that'll be a power line. Well, not yet. Yeah, well, I mean, it will be because Anderson's on it. doesn't matter. Oh, you're okay. You're saying it doesn't matter who the hell's on Whoever's the on it, Anderson's yeah. on it, power line. Power line. Anderson makes the line. What if it was like uh, PLD, Anderson, Boone? Power imagine, line. Imagine that line. Power line. That would... I mean, PLD would, turning people, it over all the time, Anderson would have to pick up for the slack, but... People would be in body bags. 
game. It I would be so. straight out of the movie Slapshot. Like it would just be blind brawls. Oh yeah, I would. I think so. Anderson, I would yeah, pay good money to see that. Anderson is the reason that these offensive chances happen on his line because he's so fast and so physical that he can just he he has the puck before anybody knows he has the puck. Yeah, and he's. I mean, he, his his accuracy on the passes and shots aren't the greatest, but he still gets them to the crease, and that creates a lot of chances, as we saw with the eight-point line that he was on Dude, against like, the Bruins. I feel like the whole mantra and model of that Bruins game was get the puck to the crease. That's, a, that's all it has to be all season. We'll score seven games. I know. We'll score seven goals like a game. I just hadn't figured that out, and I feel like it just kind of clicked. It was like, dude, whatever you do, I don't care who you are, what line you're on, what who who you have been, get the puck. To the crease, shoot the puck, get there, get get there for a rebound. See what happens. How else and do you I think, think Boone's really gonna get it? Boone got a hat trick off of off of good passes, yeah, and an empty netter. But he got two goals off of great passes because they were in the crease. Yeah, well, that wasn't freaking, that the, the Boone and, hat trick's uh, not happening without good passes in the crease. The zingle, the goal he had, like he 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 picked up a rebound and he was standing near the crease. And his first attempt, he missed, but he kept standing by the crease. He got the puck back and just shoved it in. Like, just whatever we did during the Bruins game, keep that same mentality, except for the second period, because the second period kind of sucked, and I feel like we kind of took our foot off the gas, but not all the way. And I think we're in good shape. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. All right, got one more here. Uh, From Logan Bergeron at Logan Bergeron 30. Hope I pronounced that last name right. Uh, what are your thoughts on trying to keep Duchesne and Dezingle long-term? I'm all on board for Dezingle. Kid plays hard every night. I don't think Duchesne really fits towards system. He's kind of soft. Jordan? Um, if Panarin ends up walking, which is the strong speculation of happening, did that make sense? I don't know. Uh, then I think you have to go after Duchesne. No questions asked, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, you have to try to re-sign this guy, and I think I think Dezingle, he looks like he's enjoying the hell out of his time back in Columbus. Like We just saw him over at Ohio State. He was with the Ohio State baseball team because he played baseball at 1.2. Um, he took he took Anderson and, and Doobie out there to the Ohio State baseball field, and they were just hitting dingers. Um so he has a lot of Columbus ties, and I think he would genuinely love his time back here, this time playing for the Blue Jackets instead of Ohio State, obviously. I think I think just for morale, this guy seems like he just – the energy he he has on and off the ice, I love to see it. Yeah. So I think absolutely you've got to try to re-sign his angle too. So I think barring Panera not re-signing, the Blue Jackets have to go after Duchesne. I think Duchesne is a good talent. I think he will fit well in the system. If you give him time to acclimate to the to the team and torch the system, I think he will adjust well. So, yeah, I'm on board with keeping Duchesne, on board with keeping Dezingle, re-signing these guys, and uh, we'll have money left over, especially if Panarin and Bob Locke. Uh Yeah, I, can, I agree with you on part of that. Um I don't think we should resign Duchesne at this point. Um, he's he's a piece to to bring in to make a playoff push. He's a rental, and I I think that's all we should see him as is a rental. Um, now I I honestly hope we sign we resign Dezingle. 
I think he has a very bright future. His his puck skills are really good for 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 his age, um, for you know the kind of player that he is. Um, I I think that he plays very hard for us. I mean he's he's good on the boards. He's good in the corner. He's he's good with passes. He scored his first goal for us the other uh, against the Bruins. Um, I think that he has a, a big future with us. Uh, Duchesne, not so much. I mean, Duchesne's kind of already set in his hockey ways, uh, and those hockey ways do not really mesh very well with the Blue Jackets, so I agree with Logan there. Um, I just don't think we've seen... Just his style of play as a player. It's I not disagree. that blue-collar. I disagree. I mean, I get that, but Panarin's not that blue-collar. I mean, sure, we see it. We saw him drop Panarin's different, though, because Duchesne, Duchesne's not a Panarin. Panarin can can win a game by himself just based off of his puck skills. I mean, he really can. Just he yeah. he, he can oh, put yeah, two de- he can mean, put two defender he yeah. can put two defenders on the ground with which is moving the puck. Yeah, Panarin and is a game a, changer. That's a special talent. Panarin is a game changer. Absolutely, those two guys are not the same. They're not the same offensive threat, but at the same time. I do think that give, give it time, and I think Duchesne can fit into this system well. I really do. Yeah, if he starts playing the boards better. I just think, here's the thing. With Duchesne, he's, just, he's played for so many teams that have not been successful. And is, is that because of Duchesne? Maybe? I don't know. But I think he's just, he could go into Ottawa, get a point a game, and be, that's just... No expectation. They're not going to make the playoffs. It is what it is. Right. When you play with Colorado, you could go in there, get a couple points a night, and no expectation, no nothing. He just he's he's racking up points. He's making himself look good on the stat sheet. This, this is his first time, maybe in his career, where he's a part of a team that has high expectation to make a run in this in this in these playoffs. And so I think we're just seeing the fact that maybe we're seeing the real Duchesne and what he can bring with a very talented lineup. Cause he's not, yeah, he's not the best player on this team. We he's know not. that he's not, uh, the best player. he has he been might, the, arguably he might be the, the third or fourth best. I if, agree. I yeah. Mean, you, you got to put in Panarin first. You got to put in Atkinson second, Atkinson. in my opinion. I mean, Seth, uh, I mean let's Seth talk about Jones. forwards then. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's, he's playing, he's not playing better than Anderson uh, by any means. No. Um, he played very well. He was probably the best forward on the Senators team. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but coming into here, it's kind of a change for him because he's not the best player. He kind of has to fall into line and yeah. fall into what this team is doing and what they – I, I, I agree with you that's, on that. That's, I think, why we're seeing him not put up two, three points a night. You know what I yeah. mean? I think he's just – Well, yeah, if he puts up two, three points a, a oh, night, who – I mean, that, yeah. then Atkinson's <laughs> not, then Panarin's not, then, yeah. you know, so, yeah, then – Yeah, it has to fall on somebody. Exactly. And it's not falling on Duchesne, and I think everyone expected – him to be that guy but we already have those guys he has a decent amount of points with the team in the time that he's been here uh, he only has like four points or something is that, like that. It's not yeah, a lot. it's more than i was expecting we honestly put a, we put up a lot of goose eggs yeah it's true so it's been yeah, it's been rough all right anyway that's the last question long I story had. short i'm on re-signing to shane i think we just have to accept that he's he needs to accept he's not the best player on this team i think he has i think he knows that um, he may be, if we do re- end up resigning him and Panarin walks, he may end up being one of the better, he, he, he will be the best yeah. forward, but eh, second best. barring Atkinson. Yeah. Um, Atkinson's on a tear. He's on a tear and I think he will be for seasons to come. Um, anyways, yeah, I, I think, I mean, if we end up resigning all these guys, we have nothing but, but expectations in the future. Um, and honestly, I can see us resigning all four of those guys. 
I really can. Just the the Zingle Duchesne, Bob and Brett. I can see us resigning all four of those guys. We have the money for it. We we do. Even if we don't have the money, we can uh, just pull what Toronto does and just give them a big ass signing bonus. That's right. It's <laughs> <a> big ass. <laughs> Here's a fifteen million dollar a year signing. Bonus. I can see it. I can see it happening because of the the momentum that we have, the fans that we have. The, I don't understand how it all works with signing bonuses. And I don't either. It comes. It hits, comes out of. Cap and it comes out. It's not part of the salary cap, but that. it comes out of the team's bottom line. So yeah. whatever. However much money the team actually has as a profit, they can give you to got, players as a signing bonus. Who did uh, Toronto just resign? And like they gave a, was it Austin was Matthews? It Matthews yeah. yeah, he's making like league minimum for like the next three years, but his signing bonus is like thirty. Was more than anybody else's salary yeah. in the league. Yeah. yeah, something crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I hope we can sign all four of them. I don't. I think I think that we can. I don't know that we will. I don't. It's hard to tell at this point. Yeah, it really is. Nobody knows. That's the last question I had. I'm done here. I think I think we've done some good work today. It was a good pod. Good pod. Sorry it came out a day late, little boomers, but there was nothing that we could do. Look, we uh, literally just, sat here for an hour and a half last night and recorded a podcast, only to find out the audio was pure shit. It wasn't good. So we tried, but yeah. hey, we're here tonight, so it is what it is. And it is speaking is. of being here tonight, uh podcast we're recording tonight is actually happening from lamp apparel studios yeah it is so lamp apparel is a great place right (laughs) uh hey lamp apparel is our official sponsor we could not do this podcast without them uh if you are looking for any dope swag any dope merch Obviously, we have our our own line with Lamp Apparel. We got the BJ Season shirt, the Artillery Lace hoodie. Those two sell like hotcakes. Uh, but if you're looking for anything else that's like Ohio or Columbus related, go to lampapparel.com. They got some pretty dope swag. And uh, am I sounding cool with my terminologies? Swag. Pretty dope swag. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Am I trying too hard? I trying to. Yeah, you might be trying too okay. hard. Uh, they also have a store in the short north off the corner of Hubbard and High Street. Uh, right across from Melt, and that's actually where we record our podcast. Hello. Um, there are secret rooms in the in the dungeon layer that is Lamp Apparel's uh, space down here, and we have a nice little space down here. It's where we uh, do our pod every week. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so shout out to uh, Lamp Apparel for uh, hooking us up every single week, and like I said, if you want some of our merch, we're going to have an announcement coming out in probably a week and a half. Pretty dope announcement surrounding our merchandise with Lamp Apparel. So stay tuned for that. Maybe by next Wednesday. We'll, Can't wait. Uh, we might have something uh, coming out at you. So stay on the looks for that. That's all we got, little boomers. Hey, I'm done here. I'm done here, too. Leave us that five-star review on iTunes. Tell us how much you love us on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone... Um, just send a tweet and tell us that you love us. There Game too. coming up tonight. If you're listening to this on a Friday against the Hurricanes, big game at the Schwab. Like the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch it. Go watch it. Love you, little boomers. We will see you Sunday. Peace.